Good morning and welcome to Patriot Radio News Hour live on this Thursday. The dog days of summer are here. Man, scorcher yesterday. Uh, I'm, I'm imagining this is what it's going to be for the next, you know, several months. But this is what you get when you live here. I'm going to tell you, it is the greatest place like eight months out of the year. It really is the. Uh, there's something about the desert, and 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 Phoenix in particular, uh, because I, I'll say this. You know, I I used to live. My parents uh, moved to Tucson uh, when uh, I was older, and uh, my dad ran the TV station down there, Kagan, uh, down in Tucson, and then my dad got cancer, and he was going to pass, and so I came down to Tucson, you know, to spend some time uh, with my dad before, before uh, you know, he was no longer going to be with us. And I was like, wow, this is great, right? I, I, no snow, no, no really anything, right? No tornadoes. I mean, you had the monsoons, and, and we don't have them like we used to, uh, but, you know, you'd have a little bit of rain here or there, but even that was kind of cool. You know the the the, the lightning st- stuff and all that, and and then it'll downpour like mad for like twenty minutes, <laughs> and and an hour later you never even knew it rained. You know, but Tucson was the brown city, and for those of you that that have lived in Tucson and now no longer do, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, it's br- there's no green anything. Even the cactus, which are green, but they've got a, gr- a brown tint to them from all the dust. And everybody in Tucson will tell you how terrible Phoenix was, right? And I believed it, because what do I know? I don't know. They must know. And I just assumed Phoenix was just like Tucson. It's not. There's a lot of green here in in Phoenix. And, and uh, I know that's hard to believe, but it, the desert is a, it's an incredible place. And yes, it's a dry heat, but after it gets above 110, right, that, that's that's hot, and you want to stay out of it. But that's what we got to look for. The whole town's emptied out, getting uh, rush hour traffic's gotten a 1,000% better. Uh, that's about the only good thing here in the summer. But eight months out of the year, I'm telling you, this is the place you want to be. Uh at least for me, anyway. If you've never seen the desert, uh, this is where you want to do it. And I would imagine uh, everybody, all the fancy hotels, got to have the cheap prices right now. Because who wants to come down when it's 110, right? All of Arizona moves to California during <laughs> during the summer, right? That's where everybody goes. Uh, but but nonetheless, the rest of us that got to work, we're, we're stuck dealing with it. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. That's the toll free number. The website at allamericangold dot com. We got a lot of things to talk about. Did we get a gold bottom? I thought we had a gold bottom several weeks ago. Did we get one today? We'll talk about that. Uh, we'll, we'll also talk about there's going to be a new Dow component. Matter of fact, it is the end of an era. The last stock that was part of the original Dow is going away. Well, the stock's not going away. It's being removed 
from the the Dow Jones, and of course the Dow is the thirty biggest stock. Right? It, it is nice, right? It can just change it. So if, once you become a bad stock, they throw you out. General Electric, GE, uh, is going to be removed from from the Dow, and of course GE having all sorts of trouble, and they've got all these different problems uh, from from sales to pensions and all the all the other issues that they're struggling trying to uh, i guess reinvent themselves if you will they are going to be removed after more than 100 years uh it's going to be replaced by walgreens wow a drugstore replacing general electric and you know you think about it this is very uh really symbolic of where we're at when you think about ge and those were great jobs back in the day. I remember growing up, uh, the the people that worked for GE, right, that was one of those jobs that everybody wanted, right? And they built everything, right? General Electric, uh, they, were, they were in all kinds of different forms of manufacturing and, and really were kind of like, if you will, the blue blood of the economy. You think about General Motors and General Electric and, of course, now uh, being replaced by Walgreens, right? And you think about the different quality of job, right? Instead of being uh, working on the, the production line or, or even, you know, at the janitor at GE, Right, did better than probably everybody at Walgreens. Right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, but very uh, symbolic of where we're at today. Uh, Walgreens will now next week uh, will be replacing General Electric as a member of the Dow, uh, it, and they're saying that it's going to make the index a better measure of the economy and the stock market. And I agree with that statement. 100%. We're got rid of any company that used to offer really good jobs gets replaced by companies that don't. And not that Walgreens, hey, Walgreens is not a bad company. But it's retail. You know, maybe maybe the store manager and the pharmacist, right? Those two positions, they do okay. Everybody else, right? You know, it's a part-time job. Patriot Radio News Hour, General Electric, the once great GE, going the way of, well, all the other stocks that used to make America great. Patriot Radio News Hour, we'll be back after the break. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour, 800 I was just talking to, to Bob, one of our great, great customers. Guy's been around way before I even was, was uh, part of this great company. And, and just, you know, one of the graphs, and I'm, I'm just going to say it. That's why we're so good. We've got customers that have been customers of ours for decades. Most people can't say that. And listen, you know what? We, we, we do what we say we're going to do, and it's really that simple, right? The one thing I can get, I will guarantee it. There's... Several things that I will tell you. Number one, we're never, ever going to rip you off. Ever. Now, does that mean that somebody might, you know, uh, especially today, right? Someone's always going to 
trying to sell you something for five bucks less, but we're never doing it, ever. Right? We're not, we don't charge 20, 30, 40, 50% commissions. Heck, we don't even charge 10. We, we are single-digit markups. That's it. It's tight. We don't call our customers. And what I mean by that is, you know, we'll call you because sometimes customers say, hey, will you call me when my check gets there? Will you call me when my product ships? Will you call me when the – we'll do that. But that's it. We don't cold call you. We don't bother you. Uh, we don't offer free reports. I mean, we just don't do any of those things. Uh, but he was calling because I was talking about GE. And really, it, it really truly is. When in the article was talking about how, oh, well, this is going to better represent America. You bet your ass it does. It's exactly right. And you know what? I don't like it. Because you know what we've done? And when you systematically look at the companies that have left the Dow and you look at the companies that have replaced them, we've taken away millions and millions of jobs, good jobs, companies that used to pay pension, and they're gone. Bob was talking about how he used to work for Kodak. Remember Kodak? Now, I know Kodak was big in Colorado. Kodak was huge in upstate New York. I mean, the whole city of Rochester was because of Kodak. Right? They used to be a great Dow component. Now, they're, I mean, are they barely a penny stock anymore? Right? And these were great jobs. Right? General, General Motors. Right? Same thing. Right? These were great jobs. They're not great jobs anymore. Right? Remember, remember what G- General Motors said? Of course, they're not a Dow component anymore either. Hey, by the way, we want to go to all part-time workers. <laughs> That's what they said. We want greater flexibility. And this is exactly it. Replacing GE. Remember, they used to do the greatest commercials, too. Right, we bring good things to live in. We bring good things to light. You know, GE. I mean, they, they were. How could I remember that? All what was that like forty years ago? But those were great jobs. You were set for life. Right, you went in. You put your twenty, your thirty. Uh, people, forty years, you could work there. I feel lucky, but of course I'm self-employed. The only way you can work somewhere for 20 years, you got to be self-employed. I mean, it's almost not heard of anymore. And those of you, and you, and I know, and I get calls all the time, emails all the time. Those of you that have been able to do it, hey, I've been with a company for 20 or 30 years, right? They're trying to get rid of you. Right? They're trying to get rid of you. They don't want you around anymore. You're old. Get out. No more pensions. Right now you're dependent upon Social Security. Get another, another thing that's happening right here in America. And you know what? We can talk about trade wars, and we can talk about tax cuts and 3% GDP and pretend like we're doing something. We're running massive deficits. Massive. 
And you know what? They can turn a blind eye for a little while. It's not working. You know what? If you don't believe me, look at the 10-year note. How can the 10-year note not be above 3%? It's real simple. <laughs> right? It's real simple. Right? We're going to get a yield curve inversion here real quick. Because you can't have prosperity through the printing press. It doesn't work. And now, you know what? You know what we're left with? We're left with this Social Security thing. This is what you're left with. It wasn't like that. You know what? When I was born, it wasn't like that. Yes, there was Social Security. But most people, they worked for Kodak. They worked for for GM or Cross Hines or 3M, right? They they worked for these great corporations. And when they and they worked there their whole lives. I graduated high school and you either went to work for one of these companies or you went into the service when you got out of the service, you went to work. And you stayed there. 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years. And you retired. And you got your pension. And you had your Social Security. And you know what? You lived pretty good. Right? You took the, the, the kids and the grandkids on cruises. And you bought a, a vacation home. You did all that stuff. Now it's just for the few. I've been telling you that they have been lying to us day in and day out about what they're really doing to the dollar. And you know what? The media knows about it. You know about it. I know about it. But nobody wants to talk about it. Today on CNBC, you know what? They're not going to do a big thing on the TV. No, 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 no. They're not going to have some big, giant interview. Remember... Just last week, how can we be so, I don't know, I'm trying to think of the right word. A lot of words come to mind. Careless, reckless, naive, a a host of other, none of them good. The Social Security Administration in one year's time said, oh, we're going to run out of money this year. I know last year we told you 2022, but it's this year. Of course, I already told you it was 2010, okay? Social Security doesn't have any money. But that's not the worst part. If you feel like your Social Security check doesn't stretch as far as it once did, Here's an explanation for it. And you know what? I don't care what check you get. You get a Social Security check. You get a paycheck. You get an alimony check. A third-party check from Guam. It doesn't matter. It doesn't go nearly as far. So when they say Social Security check, just replace it with whatever check you're getting. Since 2000. The buying power of monthly benefits has fallen by more than a third. How's that possible? In other words, what they're saying in 18 years, 
If you've got the same check today that you did 18 years ago, you can buy one-third less. Think about how could you live on, you know, okay, here I am in 2000, I'm paying my bills, and paying the rent, paying the mortgage, paying the electric bill, the car payment, this payment, that payment. And 18 years later, now you got to do it, but you got a third less. By the way, uh, this is a report not produced by the Federal Reserve, right? This is something they don't want you to see. The cost of goods and services common amongst retirees. Think about it. Common amongst retirees is common amongst us, right? Everybody's got to eat. Everybody's got to pay the rent. Everybody's got to pay for health care. Is rising faster than the cost of living adjustments. No kidding, right? The colas. Listen, that's the biggest sham ever. That's another thing. You know what? what's so funny? This is how we let them just take it and give it to us, right? Right in our face. Right, and I think about all the, the teachers that are striking, the fast food workers that are striking, everybody, uh, UPS, which is getting ready to go out and strike because they all want more money. We're striking at the wrong place. Do you know how many times in the last 12 years they've given you no cost of living? Right, They came out and said, hey, there was no inflation this year. Right? You used to, you know, back in the day, people used to get 5, 6, 7% cost of living adjustments. Yeah. Now you're lucky you get 1%. People, oh, by the way, when did all that start happening? Oh, that's right, right when the baby boomers started to retire. Isn't that coincidence? You think that is? People who recently retired have seen only a small decrease in buying power recently like last year (laughs) according to the data if you retired last year you're only four percent less so do some math four percent less go 10 years okay you hit 65 you know let's go crazy you waited to 67 if you make it to 77 Right, you're going to be able to buy 40% left. Uh, you know, maybe you're in real good shape, right? You got good genes and you've done a good job of taking care of yourself. And you made it to 87. Yeah, you'd have no buying power left. It says that uh, the annual report that was released this morning, that those that have retired for a long time, are feeling the effects. 47 million older Americans receiving uh, Social Security checks. These are people that have been in the system for a while, and I think the the official number now were 60, I think it's 62 or 63 million people are on uh, Social Security. With COLA increases since 2000, the typical retiree's expenses grew by 96.3%. Okay, 
So 18, 96.3, 18 years, that's 5.35%. And we all know the retirees, right? They they know how how to uh, cut the corners, if you know what I mean, right? They, they know how to budget money a lot better than a lot of people. Uh, and, and so if you think about the real... The real rate of inflation is north of 5%. The COLA increases given by the government only equates to 46%. (laughs) So they're like about 50%. Of the 39 costs analyzed by the report, 26% of them grew faster than what the government was saying. Uh, Medicare Part B used to cost $45 in 2000. Today, it's $134. That's only 195%. Prescription drugs. I'll break that down. Patriot Radio News Hour. Isn't it great to live in a devalued currency world and then have them lie to you about it? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast launched by Phyllis Schlafly, who served as an articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. Upholding that legacy and himself an author, national speaker, and attorney, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Last month, a growing group of Illinois counties attracted the attention of Illinois lawmakers and Chicago politicians. At least five counties had recently passed resolutions declaring themselves as sanctuary counties for Illinois gun owners. This play off of the liberal sanctuary cities for illegal immigrants ruffled the feathers of more than one liberal in Chicago and the surrounding suburbs. It's a buzzword, said David Campbell, vice chairman of the Effingham County Board, a word that really gets attention. With all these sanctuary cities, we just decided to turn it around to protect our Second Amendment rights. Campbell also said that they've been asked by at least 20 Illinois counties and local officials in the states of Oregon and Washington for copies of the Effingham County's resolution. We're just stealing the language that sanctuary cities use, explained Effingham County's top prosecutor, Brian Kibler, the originator of the idea. They certainly understand that Chicago lawmakers and Republican Governor Bruce Rauner are responsible for signing into law new measures that prevent local law enforcement from arresting or detaining people based solely on their immigration status. Richard Pearson, executive director of the Illinois State Rifle Association, explained they are trying to make a point that they really resent how the city of Chicago treats the rest of the state and how they're treated as gun owners. Although the Illinois originators see these resolutions as largely symbolic, many others see it as the potential for something much greater. It's like a warning shot across somebody's bow, said David Workman of Bellevue, Washington. He knows of at least one other place, Oregon's Deschutes County, that is looking at doing something similar to the Illinois counties. If you've got four or five counties telling Chicago something, that's significant. The irony is lost, however, on many Illinois state lawmakers. Democrat State Representative Kathleen Willis is worried by this kind of talk. I don't think you can say I don't agree with the law so I won't enforce it, she said. I think it sends the wrong message. 
These resolutions are indicative of the ever-widening gap between average Americans and big-city liberals who don't see or care about their own hypocritical double standards. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report with Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. It's time to hear the truth, not the media lies, about gun rights. At phyllisschlafly.com, we've got strategies to protect American citizens, protect ourselves, and protect the Second Amendment. For the latest on the constitutionally protected right to bear arms, go to phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and I love it. Two thousand, what gold was like three hundred bucks, two eighty. So when I sit there and I tell you, right, this is you got you got a gift. The last week, that gold is this inexpensive. You know, when you think about here, here's just some of the things: Medicare Part B up one hundred ninety five percent since two thousand. Prescription drugs up 188%. Heating oil. Okay, for those of the people that live in the Northeast, this is how you heat your homes. 181%. 181%. Propane. Right? A lot of people use propane to heat their homes. Right? Up 150, 157%. Taxes. Real estate. Right? Home. Taxes on your home. Up 130%. This is what is real. And they're trying to lie to you about it, trying to pretend that things are way better than what they really truly are. Then I start talking about how GE's gone. And I'm going to tell you, here's some companies since just from 1997. Okay, so the last, what is that, uh, 21 years. Bethlehem Steel left, right? Westinghouse Electric, Texaco. Then you fast forward to 1999, Chevron, Goodyear, right? These were great companies that people used to work for. Oh, here's one I forgot all about, Union Carbide, remember them? Uh, Sears, right? Sears used to be in the Dow. Uh, And and then... uh, AT&T, Eastman Kodak, right? This was 04 now. International Paper. And and then you think about Altria Group, right? The cigarette maker, Reynolds. Honeywell, right? Honeywell still has got a big big place down the street here. Just a shell of their uh, former self. And then, of course, AIG, Citigroup, General Motors. Kraft, right? Kraft Foods, Alcoa, Hewlett Packard, Bank of America. I mean, these are all the companies that have left the Dow Jones, right? And they're getting replaced by, you know, Goldman Sachs and Visa, Nike, right? None of these. I mean, Goldman Sachs has some employees here. Visa's got some. Nike's got some. Right, but all the heavy lifting, uh, the, none of the manufacturing jobs, though, none of those companies do that. Right, United Health Group, that's another one that's entered in. Travelers, uh, that's another one that, that had been added. 
I mean, these are these are what's being now. It's Walgreens, and the whole while we're just under attack. Our money's under attack. Your wealth is under attack. Uh, you know, you just think about it again. Right as you're getting ready to retire, and you're supposed to be out there buying bonds and and not having your money in the stock market because it's way too risky, and and. You're supposed to live off the interest, and now they don't even pay any interest. right? Think about it, uh, how many times the Federal Reserve has raised rates, and yet you know you can't even get one percent. Well, you, I guess you I mean maybe you buy like Chicago pods and do better. Uh, but the, but you're at your own risk, and you see the manipulation that they've done it everywhere. Because now here's what they want you to believe: somehow, if Wall Street is good, then everything's good, right? This is the myth. It's not true, right? Think about when Eric and I used to tell you all the time about how how Wall Street and the Dow has nothing to do with America anymore. And then uh, here here is something that that. I thought caught my eye this morning. And here's another one of these guys that uh, I got a lot of respect for. Uh, David Rosenberg, he's renowned for his research. He's one of the, he's a Wall Streeter. I'll tell you that right now. He's a Wall Streeter. But he's a realist. And he's a guy uh, that likes to talk about the facts, which is, you, as you know, that's what all I care for and all I'm, I'm about. He says that the Federal Reserve is putting a bullet in into our foreheads. Cycles die, and you know why they die. Because the Fed puts a bullet in its forehead. And he's talking about what the Federal Reserve has done. And we are seeing a significant shift in the markets. And and we talked about, we know this, right? Because we've seen all of a sudden all of this volatility in the Dow. Dow's down 170 points again today. It's like the eighth day in a row. The Federal Reserve, according to Rosenberg, is responsible for 1,000 S&P points. This is how big the manipulation is. So you now must pay attention to what happens when they try to run the movie backwards. In other words... When you look at the stock market rally, right, it was all done by the Federal Reserve. Debt, right, brought interest rates down to zero. We know all the stuff they did. Now they're talking about we're going to normalize. I wish that was possible. The United States can't afford to pay 4 5 6 7% on its T-bills. Can't afford it. Not affordable. I mean, if we got back to 6%, the debt would be $4 trillion. I mean, that's just what it would be. And of course, he knows this. And so he's watching all of this play out, and he's like, 
listen, I've got to warn you. I've got to warn everybody. They created a fake thousand points. Well, it wasn't fake. It happened. I mean, it, that part, it was real. But it wasn't on on sale. And right, even now today, they're talking about, oh, well, our earnings are going to be great. Because we just made you pay less tax. How are sales? And even with 3% GDP, sales aren't great. Look at Starbucks. Starbucks closes 150 stores. Apparently, you know why? Because people can't afford $7 for a stinking coffee. That's why they're closing stores, because guess what? I make the same amount of money this year as I did last year, and the year before, and the year before that, and the year before that, and I don't have any. You're getting warned. They're trying to run the movie backwards. What do you think's really going to happen? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. The Dow's down 180. The S&P's down 15. The NASDAQ's down about 60 points. Gold, which early this morning, Gold was down double digits, uh, down to twelve sixty. Uh, so you go back to the Fed rate hike, right? And and, and gold was right near twelve ninety five. Uh, in the week before the Fed rate rate hike, gold got down to twelve eighty, and bounced from there. And that was uh, a long term support line. And I had said, I said, hey, the bottom's in. I was convinced. I. I still convinced, even though I'm wrong. I'm still convinced that I'm wrong. And then the day after the Fed hiked, gold went above 1300 and I was like, you know, I told you. Of course, remember, I gave you the price guarantee lock. Boy, what a great thing for all of our customers. Because on Friday, well, I was gone, right? I took the day off. I was in uh, California with my son. Gold fell like twenty eight or twenty nine bucks. Right, broke through uh, the long term twelve eighty support line, and and of course it did it. I actually didn't know when it did it. I actually looked yesterday. I researched because I wanted. I was curious. I wanted to know. And you know, of course, thirty minutes before the gold was going to open here in New York, somebody, you know, some somebody, mystery person shorts billions of contracts billions of dollars worth of contracts i mean it was really uh hey i don't know it is what it is right is gold manipulated of course it is everything's manipulated i mean it it is is gold manipulated more than other stuff probably but believe me the s&p is 2700 today david rosenberg says hey take a thousand points away because that's what the fed did and now they're running the movie backwards, and what do you think's going to happen? And we're sitting here, and we're looking at it, and, and, and they broke down support this morning. Gold falls, fall, falls to 1260. The next technical, big technical support level was 1250. And, and I thought that's where gold was going. And then we got some economic data out today. 
One of them was the Philadelphia Fed Index, the, the manufacturing index in Philadelphia. And we get these reports. They're surveys, so I, I, I don't trust them to begin with. But they've been sky high. Had the biggest drop, and I don't even know how many years, maybe a decade. Then the leading economic indicators came out. It missed by 50%. It was 50% less than what they thought it was supposed to be. And then all of a sudden, now gold's rallied. And and depending on where you look, like I know if you go out to our website, you go out to Kiko, gold's up. I'm going to tell you gold's down two bucks. But again, that was all electronic stuff. Again, this one they love to hit the markets when they're not really open. Uh, just they got the electronic trading so they can manipulate it easier. Uh, which would happen yesterday, but gold's twelve hundred sixty-nine dollars. Uh, silver's up either way, whether it's up five cents, one cent, it doesn't matter. Silver's uh, sixteen thirty-two, uh, and we're right there, right? It, 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 do we need to get to twelve fifty? I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. But we we could definitely see it. But the reason why I say it, think about what's happened since gold was thirteen hundred bucks, right? Because day after Fed gold's thirteen, what thirteen oh two, thirteen oh three. The trade wars got worse. Now all of a sudden, some of the economic data isn't looking so good. Uh, Daimler today, the first car company, says, "Guess what." We make cars in the United States to ship into China. We're lowering our sales because the import tax is going to take a hit. Right? And then we see Starbucks yesterday says, hey, uh, we got a problem. Seven, eight, nine dollars for a drink, maybe too much. We got to start closing stores. And, and, and you start wondering, and then you start here, General Electric has got to leave the Dow. We get replaced by Walgreens. Right? You think about where would you rather have worked growing up? Where would you rather uh, I worked my whole life at Walgreens or worked my whole life at GE? And, and think about who would do better. Right? 99.9% of the people would have done better at GE, but that's not the jobs that are left anymore. Social Security, they came out and finally just said, hey, listen, here, here's how bad it is. In 18 years, Expenses for a retired person have doubled. Right, it was ninety-six percent. So let's just let's give it the hundred. Because how about this? Next year it'll be a hundred. <laughs> right, in nineteen years, costs will have doubled. And now they have to figure out. If they don't have any other money, if this is your only income, right? You've got to make do. You got to take, you know, what forty, fifty percent of your stuff and get rid of it, right? I mean, how else can you do it? And this is happening at all levels. They, yes, the, the study was on Social Security checks, but it doesn't matter. Take your check. Costs have doubled. Doubled! Has your pay doubled? 
And of course, the answer is it hasn't. And this is what has happened, of course, and they're telling you that there's no inflation, right? As a matter of fact, Jay Powell came out and said, hey, listen, we're going to be okay if inflation gets a little worse. Be okay. Don't worry. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800 And I know it's hard. It is. It's confusing. Right? They lie. They cheat. They steal from us. I mean, government's got your, their hand in one pocket. The Federal Reserve's got their hand in the other. And then they act like they don't. And now they're trying to essentially run the film backwards. Right? We're going to normalize. Not going to end well. And you know what? The insiders know it. Stock selling from insiders. These are the CEOs, the CFOs, right? All the people that, you know, they bought back the stock, right? That's what they did with the tax cuts, right? They bought back all their own stock. And what did all these guys do? They sold it. Because they don't. Right? They don't. Just look down the road six to nine months, and it's all—it's right there in front of your face. Uh, today, got a great special. Uh, we're going to do $5 Liberties, the, the, the older pre-1933 $5 fractional Liberties, one through nine at three fifty-five, ten or more at three fifty, at 800 951 Zero five nine two. And of course, don't forget, uh, he rolls the U.S. Silver Eagles. Roll, roll in there. They're three ninety today. Uh, and of course, silver. Right? We've been waiting and waiting. Remember, like think about silver. Silver's lost a dollar because of trade war. Right? It makes no sense. Right? Silver was what seventeen and a quarter, and we were like, hey, this is it. This is what we've been waiting for. Boom, down a dollar. Buy it. Right? The U.S. Silver Eagles three ninety. U.S. $5 Liberty Gold pieces, one through nine at three fifty-five, ten or more at three fifty at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Make sure you tune in, especially Colorado. Tune in this afternoon. Uh, got our first new advertiser going to be on the air with Jason and Brian. Uh, we are working with with KHNC. I know the internet has been down at KHNC, so you can't listen. Uh, on the streaming, we're working on it. We're gonna, we're gonna ha- hopefully have that back up soon as well. We got a lot of things happening up in Colorado. Believe me, it takes a little time, but get ready. Uh, we're about ready to rip the cover off of it up there. So make sure you tune in uh, this afternoon and catch uh, Brian and Jason along with uh, our new advertiser up in KHNC and and any of you out there, you small business owners that want to do some business. Uh, with us and with with KHNC, give us a call. We'll help you do it. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Gold's at twelve seventy now. Silver sixteen dollars and thirty two cents. The Dow is down about a hundred and eighty plus points. Yeah, one hundred eighty two points right now. Uh, the big news was bad numbers out of Philadelphia, followed by bad numbers out of the leading economic indicators. 
uh, and and kind of leaving people unsure. And of course, we got trade wars, we got rate hikes, and how much more can we take? Is the yield curve going to invert? By the way, USA Watchdog on our website today. Give that a listen. It's a great 30 minutes talking very specifically about the bond market, the Federal Reserve, what the effects of rate hikes are, and and all of these other things. Things like they're telling, oh, they're trying to normalize. They can't normalize, and they know it. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back for one more show tomorrow. Take care. Have a great rest of your day. Stay out of the heat. Sunscreen for everybody.